Welcome to the Soul Podcast, the podcast where we talk about everything dealing with the soul. I am your host, Brother Hall. The Soul Podcast, the soul, is actually an acronym for Seekers of Universal Light. It is a place where seekers get together and discuss wisdom, knowledge, and understanding or overstanding as it relates to knowing ourselves. We have been instructed to look outside ourselves our entire lives, but ancient sages have always taught their students to look within their own being, to examine their own mental and physical structures. I have looked into my hidden parts of my own nature and came up with my own philosophical view of life. We know ourselves through a systematic study of the structure and behavior of the physical and natural world through observation and experiments. This path is also a path of purification. The more we know, the more tools we have at our disposal to remove excrescences that prevent us from governing our own states of consciousness. You are invited to join me as we seek insights into who and what we are really are and how we can use that knowledge. The Soul Podcast can be downloaded on Red Circle, Radio Republic, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Join me for this podcast in in enlightening evolutionary ideas, which means that your evolution is the revolution. I have a topic for today. It is uh, freedom of conscience, which uh, is incorporated into the International Human Rights Charter and uh, their bylaws, which was created in 1948 after World War II. And it is still currently trying to get footing and traction in the human rights field because a lot of nations do not observe uh, human rights. Uh, For example, the United States have reservations uh, for human rights, which means that uh, it does not, it cannot be legally binding the United States. So that's, that's what that case is. But I will be going over some bullet points dealing with the Constitution, uh, which is also uh, the freedom of conscience connected to the First Amendment uh, and the Bill of Rights. Uh, You will hear some quotes from uh, Justice Louis D. Brandeis, Thomas Jefferson, and Madison. And uh, I'm going to go over this. uh, There is a paper I came across dealing with uh, the paradox of uh, Freemasonry and uh, freedom. So, of course, we all know about the 18th and 19th century revolutions and uh, the members of the Masonic Order that took part in some of those uh, situations. Specifically tonight or today, I would like to go over an article written by Right Worshipful Brother Nerio Garcia. But before that, be patient with me because uh, neck surgery in December. So my voice may go in and out. Uh, when I try to raise my voice, I just lose it. Um, of course, I won't be raising my voice here, but uh, it will probably fluctuate. So the full strength of my voice haven't came back yet. And to me right now, I still sound a little bit off. So, bear with me. Okay, I ran across a paper by White Worshipful Brother Nerio Garcia, Sovereign Master, that was written in 2012. You can also find that uh, documentation or that, that lecture or paper online. It is entitled uh, Freemasonry and the Pursuit of Liberty. Uh, this paper was uh, did on Jose Julian 
Perez, Morty, Marty, uh, correction, brother Jose Julian Perez Marty. Uh, brother Marty was a national hero of Cuba, one of the greatest writers of Latin America. He was instrumental uh, in the Cuban revolution against Spain. He has written history that shaped Cuba, including poetry, plays, children's stories, and articles. He was born in Havana in 1853 to a Spaniard father and his mother was from the Canary Islands. His whole entire purpose of the the, uh, the situation he was dealt with in Cuba, entire purpose from what this article states was to achieve peace. Okay, so I will be going over a little bit of quotes in his uh, lecture, Brother Garcia's lecture. And there is also um, a quote from Brother Alex Davison is also in the lecture, so I will be quoting this little part right here. Uh, Brother Alex Davison in uh, Freemasonry in the Pursuit of Liberty says about uh, Brother Marty, the great paradox of Freemasonry is that its history is inextricably interwoven with the history of the 18th and 19th century revolutions. At the same time, as its writings firmly reject political disobedience and condemn subversion and revolt against the government of any land. And then we go into the explanation offered by our brother, John Locke, philosopher of his time, somewhat summarizes the definition of liberty. He stated in his book, Two Treaties of Government, written in 1690, that we cannot be uh, uh, obligated we cannot be obliged to a government to which we have not given some sign of consent and that the end of law is to preserve and enlarge freedom. Governments are dissolved when the legislative or the prince, either of them, act contrary to their trust. What is a trust? And power reverts to the people who may then establish a new legislative and executive. It is the people who decide when a breach of trust has occurred. For only the man who disputes power can tell when it is abused. In the case of dispute, the final appeals to God, by which Locke specifically meant revolution. White worshipful brother Nero Garcia also states that, therefore, liberty is sought and trumps every argument of Masonic debates. Brother Marty believed that freedom is an innate right of every human being, and the 400-year invasion of Spain is a contradiction to this right. In one article, Brother Marty explains how liberty is different from submission to evil. We are free, but not to be evil, not to be indifferent to human suffering. And I think that's what we see right now. Not to profit from the people, from the work created and sustained through their spirit of political association, while refusing to contribute to the political state that we profit from. We must say no more. We must say no once more. Man is not free to watch impassively the enslavement and dishonor of men, nor their struggles of liberty and honor. And uh, that pretty much is the, the little bit of the backdrop of this paper. Uh, Brother uh, Jose Marti also goes into a journey of liberty and lit literature. So you can uh, read that paper for yourself. And the last statement, my worshipful brother Nero, Nero Garcia also stated that Brother Marty possessed an innate desire to promote the welfare of his countrymen and to promote the freedom for truth and knowledge, which will only 
be available at the presence of liberty. And just like with anything, when you sit down at a dinner table and decide what to put on your plate, eat what you want, eat what nourishes you, and throw away the rest. Just like like always with the, the, any podcast I have ever done, uh, I have always stated that. Whatever you don't agree with, put it off to the side. At some point, you might expand your consciousness, come back to it, and be able to digest it. Going further, we also will be looking at uh, the human rights and freedom of conscience. You can also find those uh, freedom of conscience in different articles, which include Article 18, the International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights. These are international articles dealing with uh, international uh, uh, human rights uh, points uh, that is written on the United Nations Charter, which every country that belongs to the United Nations are obligated to, I should say, or should be. The Covenant on the Prevention and Punishment of Crime of Genocide, International Convention on the Elimination of All Forms of Racial Discrimination, the International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights, 1966, Convention on the Elimination of All Forms of Discrimination Against Women, 1979, Convention Against Torture and Other Cruel, Inhumane, or Degrading Treatment or Punishment, 1984, Convention on the Rights of the Child, 1989, Universal Declaration of Human Rights, is what I was stating previously in the beginning, which was uh, formulated in 1948. But we know uh, human rights and natural rights go farther back than 1948. And these are some of the points that the Office of the United Nations High Commissioner of Human Rights have uh, stipulated in some of these documents. I will start off by reading some of those points, which include, we need to stand up for our rights and those of others. We can take action in our daily lives to uphold the rights that protect us all and thereby promote the kinship of all human beings. Again, that's from the Office of the High Commissioner of Human Rights. Pretty much in today's world, human rights are uh, frowned upon, I should say, because if you respect people's human rights, you will perhaps, they they lose control of subjugating the people. Point one, our most fundamental responsibility is to stand up and act for everyone's right to free choices, and particularly for everyone's freedom of thought, conscience, religion, or belief. We affirm our commitment to the universal norms and standards, including Article 18 of the International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights, which does not permit any limitations whatsoever on the freedom of thought and conscience or on the freedom to have or adopt a religion or belief of one's choice. Point two, freedom of conscience again, covers all ethics and values a human being cherishes, whether of religious nature or not. Point three, there are no admissible limitations to this freedom, as long as personal fictions are not imposed on others or harm them. And it's kind of funny, you know, the harm film can be so subjective because the, hum- the truth can also harm people's kind of cognitive dissonance. And that's pretty much what's going on right now. And it can harm hegemony, which means the authoritative opinion of authorities, right? Furthermore, 
it is very common that those who hold a conviction defend it. So you have to defend your rights that you do have because there have always been a time where somebody wanted to take them away from you. Furthermore, it is very common that those who hold a conviction defend it. What is less common, but more needed, is that we stand up to defend everyone's right to their own convictions. Article 9 of the Convention states that everyone has the right of freedom of thought, conscience, and religion. This right includes freedom to change his or her religion or belief and freedom, either alone or in a community with others and in a public or private to manifest his religion or belief in worship, teaching, practice, and observance. The right to deeply hold any belief, whether religious or not, and to change one's religion or beliefs. This right is absolute and unconditional. The state cannot interfere with it. For instance, by dictating what a person believes or taking coercive steps, which also include banning and censorship, taking coercive steps to make him change his beliefs, that uh, uh, governments do not have the power to persuade you in what to believe. That is an international court decision. Um, I think that was uh, the European uh, International Court dealing with human rights. Uh, I've, I've, Ivanova versus Bulgaria, 2006. Ivanova, I-V-A-N-O-V-A versus Bulgaria, no, 2007. Okay. In contrast to Article 8 of the Convention and Article 2, Subsection 3 of Protocol Number 4, national security is not included among the aims listed in Article 9, Subsection 2. This omission is by no means accidental. On the contrary, the refusal by the drafters of the convention to include this specific ground among the legitimate grounds of interference reflects the fundamental importance of religious pluralism as one of the foundations of a democratic society and of that fact that the state cannot dictate what a person believes or take her horse of steps to make him change his beliefs. That's in Nolan versus K, uh, Nolan and K versus Russia, 2009. Uh, here, dealing with the United States, when you say democracy, you are automatically not talking about the Constitution because you would not find the word democracy in the Constitution. In the Federalist Papers, the Founding Fathers also talks about the difference. So they knew the difference between a democracy and a republic. This is a republic. If you go look at the, 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 the prefix and the suffix, back to the people, that's what a republic means, not the Republican Party. That's something totally different. We're talking about republic, meaning back to the people. And what's going to intertwine all of this, this whole entire story, is uh, uh, I heard a lecture dealing with human, uh, dealing with the freedom of conscience uh, and the First Amendment. It was in the National Constitution Center. It was a National Constitution Center lecture by Jeffrey Rosen. So you can also check that out or type that up. Uh, and find out more about that. But these are the points that was did in the lecture, which you are available. When you are available, you can go back and do your own research on that. 
And these points include the following. But I would like to first ask, do you still have the blessings of liberty? That's a rhetorical but individual question that you have to ask yourself, not me. You might have the facade of liberty, but once you practice the, the actual liberty that's in the, the Constitution of the, that was ratified in 1791, you will see a lot of pushback. And I'll continue with the, what, what he repeated in a lecture enshrined in the preamble of the United States Constitution. Again, this is by uh, Jeffrey Rosen of the International of the National Constitution Center. Enshrined in the preamble of the United States Constitution is the freedom of conscience as an unalienable right. Unalienable. Go find out what that word means. Read the bill written by Thomas Jefferson that was drafted in 1777 and Justice Brandeis and Justice Brandeis's opinion in Whitney versus California 1927. Thomas Jefferson's bill was drafted in Virginia. Uh, the Anita Whitney was Anita Whitney was her name. She was protesting uh, lynchings. That's what she was protesting in California. She was convicted under California state codes and uh, statutes. At one time in history, dissenters, as they were called, could be arrested if they did not attend an Anglican church. Presbyterians or Baptists could be arrested for practicing their faith. Also, their children could be taken. I know that, uh, some of the people that follow me uh, know that I also do genealogy. So I have came up across family members who was actually killed because they did not practice the current religion of the time. So that was uh, devastating. There was a family, either the house was gonna be burned down or after the, 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 the house was uh, uh, surrounded. If the individual that did not, that they was looking for did not come out, documents stated that they was gonna burn the house down if the person did not come out. Man came out of the house with his two sons. Uh, uh, I can't remember the, the ages of the two sons, but the two sons was, the father was in the middle. The two sons was on the left and right, each side of him, interlocked, right? With the elbows, at the elbows. So the individual that was accosting uh, uh, the family told the sons they would be killed also if they did not move away from the father. They moved away from the father. They shot the father. They eventually killed everybody. So that is uh, devastating. Governments can regulate overt acts of peace and order, but lacks all power to intrude into the field of opinion. And this is again, going back off of the lecture did by the National Constitution Center by uh, Jeffrey Rosen. And again, governments can regulate overt acts of peace and order, but lacks all power to intrude into the field of opinion. And Jefferson Bill set out, set out four reasons why governments or this government can make no law that would constrain or our freedom of speech and conscience of opinion. Justice Brandeis read the drafted bill by Thomas Jefferson in 1926 before he wrote the Whitney opinion in 1927. These four reasons are backed and used currently by the Supreme Court, which is uh, a sturdy decisis. Point one, freedom of conscience is an unalienable right because people can only think for themselves. Point two, free speech makes representation accountable to we the people. Point three, 
Free speech is necessary for the discovery of truth and rejection of falsehood. Point four, free speech allows for public discussion. And Jeffrey Rosen also states that Jefferson concluded that the freedom of conscience is an unalienable right that we cannot alienate or surrender or give up to the government because our opinions are the involuntary result of the evidence contemplated by our reasoning minds. And what is reason? Reason is a, a light everyone must perceive sooner or later to question, to perceive. And I have always said, question everything, even yourself. We have a tendency not to question the people we respect in the office or anywhere. We don't question them, keep them on a high pedestal, but we have no problems questioning people repeatedly that we don't respect or don't know anything about. Jeffrey Rosen also states that uh, uh, that Jefferson said that we cannot give presidents, priests, or teachers, or fellow citizens the power to think for us, even if we wanted to, because we're endowed as human beings by our creator with the capacity to reason. Hence, we can't help thinking for ourselves. And that's the whole process, to think for yourself. Nobody should be able to come and tell you what to think, government or anyone else. Get the information. People are giving out information. You have to go do your own due diligence. Madison drafted the First Amendment and supported Jefferson's views on the same point and echoed them in his memorial and uh, reminiscence against religious assessments in 1785, was persuaded the Virginia legislature in passing Jefferson's bill. Jefferson said that public officials and religious leaders will always try to impose their opinions and their modes of thinking. Brandeis, the, the Brandeis test was adopted by the Supreme Court and Brandenburg case in uh, 1969. So more information for you. Governments can, government the government can ban speech only if it is uh, intended to and likely to cause imminent serious injury. Those who won our revolution believe that the final end of the state was to make been free to develop their faculties. And that in this government, the deliberate forces should prevail over the arbitrary. They believe that the liberty to think as you will and to speak as you think are means indispensable to discovery and spread of political truth. And without free speech and assembly, discussion will be futile. Do you have currently the freedom to think? Do you have currently the liberty to think? Discussion and deliberation rather than making impulsive decisions based on passion rather than reason should be what we should be doing. Being able to control our passions. And we can also see that uh, we only see the opinions on social media we already embrace. I think that's also another powerful point. Most people only have people on their social media pages that they agree with, which that is also fine too, but you gotta hear other opinions. That's how you grow. That's that friction of what Sufis say when you are cleaning your mirror. How can you see a accurate reflection if your mirror is dirty, meaning that how can you see an accurate reflection of your opinion if you don't have any naysayers, so to speak? And that is, again, as I call it, 
enlightening evolutionary ideas. Your evolution is the revolution. How can your soul get better? Or uh, I wouldn't say get better because it's already complete. It's already balanced. It's already perfect. There's something else that the Egyptians taught, the ancient Egyptians taught. But there is something dealing with the soul when you ask questions. It unfolds more like a rose. It unfolds. The more questions you ask, question everything and question yourself. That's how you polish your mirror. That's one aspect of how to polish your mirror. There's more tools to use. Again, this is the Soul Podcast. It can be found on Radio Republic, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Red Circle. I'm your host, Brother Hall. Your evolution is the revolution. So, mode it be.